Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, the board man. To my left, Uncle Buck is back. And beside him, we got DG. How do you feel about cuss words? Fucking love them. I figured you'd be the type to enjoy it because you do it a lot. What? And are you calling me out right now? No, I'm for not. For my language? No, no, I just... I've, I've been cussing since I came out of the fucking womb. Well, I've been friends with you a long time, and I can't remember the t- time when you didn't cuss. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's a fact. That's I've, a fact. I remember, you know. And that's the cool thing about my parents, you know. I was allowed, to some extent, I was allowed to throw a shit or an ass. If I threw like a bitch or a fuck out there, yeah, it's, it's an ass smacking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're getting your ass beat by Monk. But, you know, you're... Three sitting in your high chair. Damn it, Debbie, pick up my Cheerios. Like that was allowed. <laughs> Three? Yeah. <laughs> no? I mean, man, I don't know. Three I don't know. Cheerios? I just remember you cussing. I was like seven, you were five. We'd be in the backyard playing and you'd you know, you'd be running and you fall and skin your knee and you'd just be like, Damn it. Skin my knee, damn it. <laughs> How how do you feel like you cuss more than the average person or less or about the same? Like, what do you think? I mean, honestly, I would say probably above average, but the guy to your left. I, I was going to ask him next. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I'm above average because cuss words in a day, this would be fun to do. How many cuss words do you say in 24 hours? I think my average would probably be like 12. 12? 12. 12. Yeah. Uncle Buck, what about you? Like a- average number of cuss words in a day. I mean, it's funny you bring this up. That was that was my New Year's resolution was I wanted to cuss less. I wanted to sound a little more intelligent to people. We're gonna have some <laughs> sipping squad members, I think, are probably gonna be sad to hear that. Yeah, well, let's just tell them right now that it's day seven of January twenty twenty two, and at this point I'm gonna surpass twenty twenty one. So fuck that resolution. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I, I just I, re- I read a stat uh, this past week, and yeah. it just was kind of staggering. The average uh, American cusses on average. Get, you want to give it a guess? How many times a day? 22. 22. So around about 50. So I'm saying, 50. so my 12, my 12 was way low. But you, you said an so? hour. No, I said in 24 hours. Oh. I said today I probably said 12 cuss words. Okay, and... But, but we you, haven't but recorded think, our podcast yet. But so. you think that's tw- below average? I, I say 12 cuss words when I take a 20-minute shit. <laughs> <laughs> the average person says between 80 and 90 cuss words a day. Are you shitting me? That's what I read. Uh, I, I, read I read it in multiple places. I, I kind of fact-checked it a little bit. Multiple places. 90? 80 to 90 a day. The average person. I don't say 80 and 90 words a day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's... You know, you're probably on the low end, yeah, but there's probably, you know, those construction guys, they got to be cussing all day, yeah. every day. I mean, they just. That is true. You know, it, it probably depends on your occupation. A hundred percent. You're sitting courtside at a Lakers practice. Like how many cuss words you about to hear? Oh. Or on an NFL sideline yeah. during game. Yeah, game. I agree with that. You know, or I watching mean, the 1980 Indiana Hoosiers and Bobby Knight. Yeah. Yeah. So. That kind, but that kind of that that number seems high to me, you know. I mean, how does cut when you cuss? How does that make you feel? Well, it depends on which cuss the situation. Word. Yeah, and it also the situation, and it also depends on 
which one I'm going to spit out. But like why, I get that, but why? Because I think. Why have you never made the decision to just be, you know what, I'm going to be a person that just doesn't, I'm not going to cuss. So instead of shit, we'll say shoot. What would you say instead of bitch? Not a nice person. (laughs) Okay. What about damn it? Dang it. Darn it. Dang it. What about fuck? Freak. Fud. Fudge. Is it fun to like bang your knee off your bedpost or stub your toe and say, fudge, fudge, oh, fudge. No. No, <laughs> fuck that. But they would get a laugh at it. The That'd person be... that witnessed you say fudge oh. instead of fuck would oh, be like, fudge. con, sarn it. Like, how fun is that? That's not fun. So you, you asked, how does it make me feel, right? Yeah. When I let out a big fuck. I mean it. There's some release. Oh, oh, hell yes, you dude. Feel that? I just don't say that for fun. Yeah, it's like, because of how it makes you feel. Yeah, you just it just feels, you just feel like a fucking man whenever you say it. You know what and, I mean? I mean, like right you, now, you cuss more than anybody we know. But like, what what does cussing do for you? Like, why do you cuss so much? I don't, dude. My brain's just wired. I don't think the English language. I haven't learned all of it yet. Yeah. Like you can learn 40,000 total vocabulary words for a human being. And I maybe know 800 and <laughs> 700 of them are fucking cuss words. So you, you cuss to like cover up the fact you're just not very intelligent. That's exactly what I do. And now, people think he's funny for doing it. So just keep doing what you're doing, Buck. I think you're doing well. I respect you for being truthful. And I just, I'm, I'm an angry person. And I feel like cuss words um, go side by side with anger, like being angry. They're like more, they more uh, appropriately describe what you feel. Yeah. Or what you think about something. Clay hit on it perfect. If I get in a car wreck, the first words out of my mouth are going to be, my fudge. It's going to be, you got to be fucking kidding me. This mother ran out in front of me and T boned me. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, someone pulls out in front of you in a car and you T bow him. And it's not your fault because they pulled out in front of you. You're going to roll up, roll down your window and say, oh, screw you, pal. Yeah. I doubt it. You mean old lady? You want to give him the big F you real quick. With yeah. as loud as you can. With, with the a double in. bird. Double bird, thumbs in, sip and serve style. The, the feeling you're talking about when you cuss, right? Mm-hmm. That's been scientifically proven. Let me throw this at you. One study found that there were two groups of people, and both groups had to hold their whole hand in icy water as long as they as long as they could stand it. One group was allowed to cuss as much as they wanted. The other group wasn't allowed to say any cuss words. The group that was allowed to cuss lasted fifty percent longer than the group that wasn't allowed to cuss. It's all mental. Because I don't know, maybe something about cussing it's, allowed them to express themselves and get the pain it out gets there. The blood going. It's yeah. the, the adrenaline man. Yeah. No, how many people Sorry, but how many people do you think like they get frustrated? A lot of people like to punch something, right? But before they punch that wall, they're saying, fuck, bam. Yeah. Bam. Because it's it's all about the attitude. It's all about the energy coming out of your body. You're you're vocalizing it, and then you're putting force into that wall with your fist. Yeah. And, and then like dudes that, I mean, we've never done it, but in a gunfight, military style. You oh, think go, those oh, guys my. are like, you son of a... Biscuit eating bitch, peckerhead. <laughs> See, he can't even. He can't <laughs> even try not to cuss. Can't he can't even not cuss, dude. Yeah, he's trying not to cuss. He said, "Bitch." He doesn't know how to not cuss. <laughs> oh, 
But I mean, there's guys in the heat of the moment, the adrenaline going through them. That's probably like in their head, they're just screaming cuss words, mother effer, this and that. Okay, you know? so here's something for you. Here's something for you. How many times a day does someone, the average person, think about saying a cuss word, but not actually saying it? So say your boss comes up to you and rips your ass at work for something, and you're just like, she walks away, you're just like, you fucking bitch. But you don't say it, but it's in your head like, oh, you fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. How many how many cuss words do they think probably, like that? Probably way more than they actually say. I would say 150. Yeah, I'd go along with that. But again, it depends on it depends on. So, say a nice person gets um, someone runs a stop sign. You got to slam on your brakes. You don't get in a wreck, but they keep going, and they don't say anything. But in their head, they're like, "I wish I could call that guy an asshole," but they don't because there's kids in the car or something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It happens all the time. It does, and they probably think about cussing way more than they actually do. Yeah, I'd say one fifty to two hundred probably. Yeah, for the average, I, I person. think that's accurate. But uh, cussing also works for, it's the same way with exercise. There's another study where two groups had to ride a stationary bike for like as hard as they could for like five minutes. One group was allowed to cuss, the other group wasn't. The group that was allowed to cuss way outperformed the other group. I believe it. Because I think probably because the adrenaline thing, like you guys were saying. I mean, yeah. when you if you were hitting a PR on squat and you just put up your PR and you put that effing thing up, What's your first thing you do? Yeah. When you rack it. Yeah. You hit your fists together, you just screaming, and a fuck yes comes out. Yeah. Right. Plus your buddy's behind you. Just and, and he's slapping you on the back, slapping the back of your head, and he's not he's not saying, Come on, man. That's not what he's saying. Not uh, if not if you're trying to go for max weight. No, not at all. But speaking, I mean, we kind of mentioned some car wrecks there. I wanna I wanna tell you guys about uh, my drive to work yesterday. So on my way to work, uh, you didn't. You, it wasn't another encounter with the drunk guy. No, that thought you were no. his. You were his brother. No. Was that no. was that what it was? No, it's not him. He's not back. All right, all I right. haven't seen him for a while, actually. Surprisingly, that's probably because I ran into him thing. twice in a month. But anyway, on my way to work the other day, driving, and it was the snowy day. Okay, that was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, and. I was driving to work, and we seen smoke. And we're like, oh, man, someone... It's kind of early to have like a uh, trash fire, burning some trash or having a bonfire. You know, we're talking 7.15 in the morning. So we drive up to it. My buddy Kyle goes, Clay, there used to be a house there. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. There was a house there. And I'm telling you what, dude, it was... There were still flames all over the ground. The chimney was still all the way up. The only thing left of this house was the chimney, the brick chimney. I mean, this thing was still ablaze, and there was no one there. We just drove by, and this house is gone. And no fire department? No nothing. nothing. Not a single thing. And another call, like me, we slowed way down. We're looking at it like, should we call this in? Like, how long has this been going on? And then another car comes by, and they stop. And we just kind of look at each other. We both just look at each other, look at the house, and then we just drive off. So the whole way, about two miles down the road, we're talking about this. Like, hey, should I call 911? I mean, someone for sure had to see that because it's been daylight for probably an hour at this point. Someone's had to see that. So we just let it go. Because, I mean, it, it was, there was no cars there. I mean, it was burnt to the ground already. I mean, 
if anyone was in it, they wouldn't have survived because it is to the ground. So we drive down the road. And what do you know? We see headlights parked off the side of the road down this back driveway. And we're like, oh, that's a sheriff. So we pull in there and tell the sheriff. And then we thought, well, the sheriff can see the fucking flames because it's a wide open field. So he's got to know about it. Maybe that's why he's sitting there. Maybe he's been there all morning. So we just keep driving. Little do you know, a little news station or a little Facebook page, I don't care what you call them around our area, they posted it and they said that the fire department called it off because there was no one inside. And it was in an open field. It wasn't causing no harm to anybody else. They didn't want to waste you know, time and money putting, putting it out. They let the son of a bitch burn through the ground. If that was my house, I'd be pissed. I mean, it's, I don't know, like, if it's already a total loss, like a financially a total yeah, loss. I guess you're right. And these little small town township fire departments, these are volunteers. These mm-hmm. guys ain't getting paid. Maybe they couldn't get to it in time. Yeah, I mean, I know that's how it works with a lot of fires is around here is because these townships are so spread out. And these guys are volunteers. Yeah. Like, they get called into a fire. They got to get out of bed and put clothes on and drive over to the station. I agree. But the fact that there wasn't at least, like, one fire truck there, like, watching it and, like, putting it out. Because there was still, I mean, I'm telling you, man, there was, like, flames coming off this rubbish or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a nasty sight. But anyway, coming back home from work, the son of a bitch was still smoking. We're talking eight and a half hours later. That son of a bitch was still smoking on the way home. Did it look like it was a big house before? Or did, did average. I mean, not nothing crazy. Probably a two-bedroom, one-bath house. Nothing crazy. But, I mean, it was burnt to the ground. Yeah. But that's not the only thing. When we passed that, smoking, whatever, roads were bad. First snow of the year here in Ohio. And, you know, a lot of people get kind of crazy whenever the snow's on the road. They drive like maniacs or they drive 10 mile an hour. There's, there's one way or there's another. You're going 100 or you're going 10. Because you think you got to be a badass. You got to get there. I'm not scared of the snow. Well, we're on our way home. And there's this curve. And in front of the curve, there's this sign that says 35 mile an hour. When there's no snow on the road, take the curve at 35. Well, we're in like a line. There's like <laughs> there's like four cars. And we're probably, I don't know, 100 feet apart from each other. You know, keep a safe distance in the snow, people. And we're all probably going 30 mile an hour. So we're coming up on the turn. Everybody, you see the brake lights. And then you see this car out in front coming the other way. And this guy's flying. Like, he's one of them badasses that I'm not scared of the snow. He comes around that turn. <laughs> I swear to God. The look at his face when he came around. Because I see, I mean, I, I knew this guy was wrecking. There was no way he was making this turn. DG, I shit you not. <laughs> this son of a bitch came in 50, 55 mile an hour like he was driving on a regular road. <laughs> he didn't even try to turn. This son of a bitch didn't. You can tell, like, he his eyes lit up. He tried to turn the wheel, and there was no turn in the wheel. It was so slick out. The roads were covered in snow. The son of a bitch went down in the dip, and I swear to God, his... His freaking Ford Escape went three feet in the air over top that ditch, and it landed. And once it landed, once it landed, I swear to God, his head went off the steering wheel. Because I, I seen it all. Off front row seats, son of a bitch, his head, he bounced so far in the air when he ramped that, that he came down, it hit so hard, his head, he had to broke his nose. He broke his nose straight off that steering wheel. And then he went out into the field, slammed on his brakes, and did like a 360 donut and came to a stop. And at that point, we're going around the turn. He was so far ahead of us, I seen it all. And at that point, when he 
360 turn, he pointed, his windshield was pointed directly to me. And he just threw up his hands like it was our fault. Like it was a line of cars' fault. Like, <laughs> hey, you dumbasses, you're not supposed to be there. I'm in a hurry. He threw up his hands like we ran him off the road. And me and Kyle just started laughing. He goes, you don't want to turn around and go help that guy, do you? I said, no. Fuck him. Because <laughs> he was so pissed at us. I'm like, dude, you're a jackass. But it brings up the conversation. Do you get nervous whenever there's snow on the road? Uh, me personally, I don't think nervous is the right word. Um, I just get a little more a little more cautious than normal is really the only thing. I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably drive a little bit slower than if it's 75 degrees and it's sunny and the roads are dry. Yeah, you know? I'm the but, same way. But I feel like there's a lot of people out there who really, really get anxiety about driving in the snow. That, yeah, I can see that. And my mother's one of them. She's one of them ladies that if there's if it's if there's no snow on the road, but if there's flurries, she's going twenty under the speed limit with flurries. And I'm not shitting you on that. <laughs> so if there's a few inches on the road, She's shutting it down. Not leaving the house that day. No way. No way in hell. Just not driving. Not driving. Not going anywhere. Do you know anybody that's got parking anxiety? Like they get real anxious in big crowded parking parking lots oh, or like me. Well, I was. I mean, I yeah. remember. I remember I the, hate that shit. I remember I the too. story Rolski told about you parking what in down Cincinnati. Indy. 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 Yeah. But I. I mean, I didn't say that just a bag on you like i i think we should bag on him i um i get so mean and angry at my wife whenever we go somewhere to park but the thing is that wasn't even your wife that was me and you were telling me to excuse my language fuck off you son of a bitch we're parking here speaking of that probably made you feel a lot better when you said no, that. not really it was no. still nerve-wracking no, shit. It, yeah i mean then it frustrated me because i got called that so i called him something back and it just kept going on and on but anyways yeah that was that was an absolute crazy reaction you had on me because I, I was taking you to a better parking spot and you went off on me for no reason. That's nine times out of ten. That's how my reactions are when it comes to parking, like for big events. The luckiest my wife and I ever got was we went to go watch Tim Allen at the Pavilion or someplace in what's in Columbus, uh, Palace, the Palace Theater, and we had parked. I didn't park correctly, so we were waiting for everybody in the parking garage to leave and. We came up with a bright idea to, at that point, Domino's hot-spotted. So we ordered two Domino's pizzas and sat in the parking lot for an hour and a half and ate. Then by the time we were done eating, traffic was gone. We just left. Okay. But it was huh. still nerve-wracking as shit. It's a yeah. wild, that's a wild move, but... I know, people. Whatever floats your boat. You don't like pizza? No, I love pizza. We talked about that the last episode. And nuts. <laughs> Troy loves nuts. I know people that from our town that refused to drive in big cities because it's too much. There's yeah. no way you could yeah. catch me driving it's, in New York. It's too overwhelming. I don't know how you did I, it. I mean, I, I didn't. I've never driven in Manhattan. I refused. Just think about a cab driver. How many cuss words does he let out a day? Yeah. 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 How about that? But, I mean, I'm talking, there are people that live in this town that we're recording in right now that won't drive in Columbus. Yeah, but that's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, like, come on, suck it up, yeah. you little bitch. <laughs> drive to Columbus <laughs> DG you sent us a text this week what'd your text say um I think I was out somewhere and 
I I just I I asked the group. You know, we have our podcast uh, group chat, text message, whatever. And I was I was uh, going number two in a public rest restroom. Public. Public. Okay. So that that makes this an even better story. Public restroom, and I um, I just asked you guys if. If it's ever happened at any point in your lives where you're you're t- you know you're dropping a, a deuce somewhere, and in the meantime you got to go number one also. Got a PP. You got to go one. Yeah. Has it ever happened where your stream wanders a little too high and you overshoot the front lip of the toilet and you get it on the back of your pants slash shorts? <sighs> Uh, <laughs> that's was my question. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm thinking about the first response to that group text, and it was Troy, of course. And he said, "Wow, you must have a small pecker." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Troy, you son of a bitch! You never disappoint. Oh, he goes, "Yeah, you must have a small pecker." And I just in my mind, dude, when I was at work and he said that, I just started rolling. <laughs> People thought I was probably an idiot because I was just laughing out loud. <laughs> but no, my answer to that is no. I've never peed over top of the toilet seat, but I'll tell you what I have done. And here's a little story for you. We went to Indy for some reason. I don't know if it was a – I think it might have been a basketball game. Not totally sure. Don't fact check me on this, which we don't do anyway. But we were in Indy for a weekend. And we were getting ready to go out. Like we've been out all day. We went back and got dressed, got dressed up. We were going out either to the bars or to a basketball game that night. Can't remember. But I had to shit before. And it was kind of like an emergency. So I went. I shit. And you know that feeling, like you said, when you're dropping a deuce and you got to go. It's not like you can control it. It kind of does it itself. If you got to pee, you just pee. You don't even think twice about it. Well, I just let it go. And I've been drinking, so it was a big one. I had to piss pretty bad. So I'm sitting down in that toilet seat. I get going. Think everything's okay. Go to wipe. Everything's good. Stand up. Pull up my pants. Underwear in the front of my jeans are absolutely soaked. A mess. Like bad. Like to the point where there's... It's, it's noticeable. There's no... Oh, noticeable. Like someone just poured a bucket of water down the front of me. Because I told you I had to pee pretty bad. So you got... Probably had light-colored jeans on. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. bad. And so I got to thinking, like, how the hell did this happen? How did this happen? So I get up, and I start looking at the toilet, and there's just piss all over the floor. I'm like, <laughs> good God. I said, is this thing leaking? Is this water? Is this pee? What is this? <laughs> Guess what? The top of the toilet seat was perfectly dry. I pissed through the crack. You know where the toilet seat comes down? There's that little crack. It was lined up perfect, pissed straight out that crack, didn't even know it, was pissing in my jeans the whole time. Just straight pissing in my jeans. And I tell you what, you know what the worst thing was, DG? I only brought one pair of jeans. Oh. And we didn't have a washer or a dryer. So guess what my nasty ass had to do? Couldn't wash my jeans. Didn't have time. Got the hair dryer out. And I air dried my piss pants. And that's how I had to. Good thing I had an extra pair of drawers, but I didn't have another pair of jeans. Had to air dry my jeans. That's my story, man. You got to watch every, them cracks. And everybody knew that you were with. Everybody knew you were wearing a pair of pissy jeans out. Pissy jeans out all night long. Buck, I think you texted in the group as well, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it's 
That's a common theme. You just don't realize where your pee-pee's at at that point in time. And I've never had it go over the top of the brim like DG here. It's usually either hitting the center mass of the toilet or, you know, dribbles out that crack that Roll mentioned. And So you've peed on your pants before through the crack? Oh, multiple times. And then multiple? When, yeah. I mean, sometimes I just, I mean, it's a rental right now, so I'll clean the mess up later. So half the time I think it's a game. You're I'm, trying to how, how much piss can I get on this t- this bathroom floor right now without touching without seeing my penis seat. without seeing my without dick. even seeing my wiener how much pee can I get on this is this floor? thing lined up or not exactly that's how that's how Buck spends his time off <laughs> every weekend let's see if I can piss through this crack without looking <laughs> now I just want to state for the record I never said in the text that that's what had happened to me. Mm. I just asked if it's ever happened to you guys. It has happened to me. It didn't at the time I sent the text, actually. It's only happened to me one time. I was in my mid-20s. Didn't you say something along the lines of you you got your pants wet? Is that in the text, or was that a different text? No, I said it, that's what happens when your stream wanders high, is it gets all down the back of your pants. Has that ever happened to anybody? Which makes sense, because we talked about our penises being shriveled in the water last pod. But sometimes, you know, if it's cold, I don't know if you were out walking around. You might have been cold. It might have been shriveled, and that's where Troy got the small pecker from. So it could have been pointed up, and it, you could have shot out. It and was over. cold. So in my defense, okay, it was okay, cold. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying it was. I don't. I don't see where seven, but it was, I don't see where Troy gets any right to tell anybody they got a small pecker. You know how, how and why are you saying that? Have you I've never seen, seen Troy's, Troy's pecker? I've seen Troy's pecker. <laughs> I don't want to know how many times. And I know you have to, DG. You liar shit. I grew up with him. So. That guy, he he does he gives no fucks. He'll pull that thing out any time of the day. <laughs> I gotta I I can't I gotta mention this. And you probably remember and I, I'll tell the same I got a story. I hope it's the same one. <laughs> there was one summer I was somewhere with him, I don't remember where. And he Somebody took a picture of it. I don't know. I don't know who, but it's floating out there oh, somewhere. Roll took that picture. <laughs> I got it. it was, it's him, like standing by the bonfire, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> his, his oh, I'll tell his you ankles. what it is. I'll tell you what it is. We were camping at the Ross County Fair. You know how they uh, they rent out camping spots throughout the summer to try to make money. So we rented out like three camping spots. We made like a the shape of a U. We lined up and we got all tuned up all day. And we tried to go out to the horse track and race. We wanted to race like the straight stretch. Well, Troy, for some reason, I have no idea why, Troy had a pair of gym shorts on, didn't have a t-shirt on, and he had flip-flops. And he was so messed up, we started the race, and like his, you know, he started tripping, his flip-flops were going everywhere, and he started tripping. Of course, when he starts tripping, his pants start falling down. His pants start falling down, and then he he just lets them go. So we all turn around after the race, and, you know, half of us didn't even finish because, I mean, we're messed up. We're out of breath. I mean, who wants to run when they're drinking? No one. I just assumed you were racing your cars. So we turned around, and there was Troy just shorts around his ankles, and he's yelling, who's got a cigarette? Who's got a cigarette? You know, and he says he didn't smoke cigarettes. You know, he didn't want to talk about it. Well, he's not here tonight, so we can talk about it. So we gave him a cigarette, and he's sitting there smoking in the middle of the horse track. Smoking a, I don't know, let's just call it a Marlboro Red. Pants around the ankles, wiener hanging out. I mean, it's no t-shirt on. 
And I snapped the picture of him, and I will never, ever delete that picture. And that picture, you put Ted, the teddy bear, beside him. I put Ted beside him. It was right when the movie came out, and you could put the filter on. Yeah. yeah. And I got the Ted, and I think Ted's giving the middle finger, actually. <laughs> so there's Troy, butt naked, smoking a cigarette, and there's little Ted filter right beside him giving us the finger. Perfect picture. <laughs> Perfect picture. While we're on the topic, I don't think he'd mind too much if I told this story. But uh, sophomore year at college, me, him, and a couple of our other guys that lived in our hallway, we all made a uh, a Burger King run. And I remember pretty vividly because he spent more money than I did at Burger King. Troy that, did. That never happens. My, when we go to fast food restaurants, friends don't outspend me. You understand? I take pride in that. Anyway, he ordered like $12 worth of Burger King and just scarfed it. I'd never seen him eat like that before. We go back to the dorm, and for some reason, he's trying to bum cigarettes off everybody in the hallway. Hey, anybody got a cigarette? Anybody got a cigarette? Finally, this dude named Scotty gave him a cigarette. He goes outside and smokes it. It's like the middle of February. It's freezing outside. Troy did? Yes. This is Troy. Yeah. He's outside smoking his cigarette. So once again, he's yelling for cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> that lied little bastard last week. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. He's had too many bad experiences. I was about to say. He's, he's out there for all of maybe five minutes. He comes back in. I said, did you smoke that whole thing? He said, oh, yeah. He said, it's freaking cold out there, man. <laughs> so we're sitting there watching. It's it's a, The Monday night football game was on. So we're sitting there watching it, me and my roommate and Troy, because Troy lived in the next room to where we were living. And he gets up all of a sudden after about 10, 15 minutes. He said, guys guys like that and he just was standing there he was just like staring at the floor guys guys what what troy like what do you want he threw he just barfs he barfs all <laughs> over the the rug that nicotine buzz all that burger king he ate you could smell it it was oh. disgusting the ketchup the cheese oh. all of it just all Come all on. over the all over the rug in the, Come on. in the middle of our dorm room because he's because of that cigarette it made that, him sick he smoked it too fast that cigarette buzz troy no i'll never forget it never forget it remember how a while ago i was telling you i was going commando to work and stuff well i, I got out of that okay it's something new i've tried I went to a family dinner probably like three weeks ago on Sunday, and we were talking about sweatpants for some reason. And I've, my whole entire life, I've always wore shorts underneath my sweatpants, you know, to basketball practice and whatnot. And I've always just got used to that. I've never wore a pair of sweatpants without shorts underneath of them. I'm the same way. And my brother in law called me out because I guess my shirt was up a little bit and you could see my shorts. And he's like, why the hell do you have shorts on underneath your sweatpants? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I've never done that in my entire life. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> and he's like, well, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, I mean, I, th- I've always done this. I've never worn them any other way. And he's like, well, neither have I. So I tried it. And I'm going to tell you what. I will never wear a pair of shorts underneath a pair of sweatpants <laughs> again. <laughs> Is it always boxers? Well, that's new. Oh, that's the new thing. That's your short. It's because I can't wear briefs anymore because my area is so sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Because it rubs. 
the inside of my legs are so sensitive. So, I can't wear briefs anymore. So I got to wear. So I'm going back to like teenage days. I'm going back to teenage days. I can't wear briefs no more. So I just got to wear straight boxers. I went to TJ Maxx after Christmas, bought me four pack Tommy Hilfiger plaid. Is it working out? I love them. Boxers under sweatpants. It's so, it's, it's like, it's just like it's free. Like, you know the briefs, and then you got shorts on, and you're just so like tucked in when you got all that on. You got three layers on, dude. Think about it. Lose the shorts, and just wear. Even if you got briefs on, just wear your underwear over top, dude. It's so there's so gotta, much there's so much more airflow, DG. What is the the purpose of underwear? Technically, to keep your junk in place. Yeah, just to give you some support, I think. And also the women. Now I've learned this from being married. That thing leaks daily. Huh? It leaks. You got the clap? No. Got the drip? Juices come out of that daily. I mean, maybe when I sneeze, I might come a little, but that's it. No, I'm talking about women, you dickwad. Oh, I'm talking about... (laughs) I'm not talking about... Oh, shit. I'm not talking about the males. I'm talking about the females. I didn't ask why the women wear underwear. I said, why do men? Well, you said underwear. You You didn't say who. Listen. Females got to wear the underwear because they leak. Men, we wear underwear to keep our shit straight. Okay, so. Keep it in place. You don't want that thing flying everywhere all day. Okay. (laughs) I mean, depends on what your occupation is. But let's say seven seven out of ten women, if you ask them if they have underwear on, do they? I would say three don't. Uh, I'm saying seven. No, it's not that high. Not seven out of ten are gold command though. Yeah, I feel like that number's high. I think it's too high. I really do. I think one out of ten, maybe. maybe uh, I just always had the poor women. Yeah, maybe one out of ten. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> you might want something that way. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I didn't hear. What do you say, Corey? <laughs> Can you repeat it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll just move on. DG, what's your shower routine? shower routine yeah I was thinking about this the other day honestly I got in the shower and I do the same thing every single day I think I do too so what's yours so once you get in step by step on a a normal day do you start the water before you get in I got two different routines normal day normal day getting ready to go to work in the morning okay Um, do you start the water first yes okay because I think you're a psychopath if you get in and you don't start the water. Is there anybody out there who oh, does yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in it before I start the water. Yeah, see, so you're what? psycho. You're, you're absolutely nutty in the There's head. There's no way in hell you do that. There, I, you're lying. I When I step into the bathtub, no water's running. That's just stupid. Why? Because it starts off cold. Do you let it hit your body no, right away? No, the, the shower's not on. Nothing's on. I know. So you're in, and then you start it. So the cold water comes out first. The cold water comes out of the the faucet at the bottom in the, oh, in the tub. Okay, not out of the yeah, shower. But still, it's still, yeah. I still think that's you're still a psycho. Yeah, you're I, not getting off. I step in. Yeah, I turn the bottom faucet on. Yeah, I got I pace you. it. I get it to I the warmth you. I want. I got you. Then I pull the tab. But still, and, I still think you're crazy for doing that. I still feel like if you do that, you're starting out a shower twenty degrees colder than if you. I mean, it's probably all in your. Like your head. You got to let that shower run for at least 60 seconds before you so get in. So you're all about preheating the shower. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. See, I don't. You want to go in there when it's fogging up the Dude, bathroom. Eh, not quite that. No. 
I turn the hot water on on the sink. Okay, maybe I was... How about fogging up your shower? Like, when you open it up, there's a little fog going oh, on. Oh, yeah. You want a little bit of shit rolling over the curtain. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But I'll... Uh, Not I'll turn quite the, the mirror. Hot, I'll turn the hot water on the sink, bathroom sink. Then I'll turn the water on on the shower, hot water. And then I'll give it two flushes on the toilet. Now, wait. <laughs> now, you're a psycho. What the hell? That's my routine. Two flushes on the toilet for what? You're wasting water. Mm, who gives a fuck? <laughs> And you, I mean, I get. I'm guessing your purpose is, to, I think it's to going, make the to get the hot water to the shower to quicker. get it there asap. Yeah. I want the hot water. You kind of priming ASAP. up your hot water tank. Okay, a little bit. so your shower's primed up, DG. What's next? Uh, so I, I get, I get, I get wet. Like everything, every area wet, and then I go body wash. It's liquid body wash onto a washcloth, and then I go body scrub everywhere. Uh, once I'm done with that, I, I, I don't rinse yet, but I, while I get the suds out of the washcloth, that's my next step. Get the suds out, hang it up. Next is face wash. I got a, this scrub that I use on just on my face. Yeah. So I do that. And then while the scrub is still on my face, then I go shampoo. So you're using your face wash and your shampoo basically at the same time, kind yeah, of? kind of. Do you have your eyes closed at this point? Because no. I'm scared that that face wash is going to get into your eyeballs. No, no. I, the main areas of focus with the face wash is the chin, the cheeks, the nose, and the forehead. Okay. That's it. All right. Those are my hot spots. Okay. I go shampoo in the hair. Once the shampoo's good and sudsed up, it's had a chance to do its thing. Then I go full body rinse. Then we dry. Okay. So here, here I go. I get in the shower, like you said, I get all wet, enjoy it, enjoy that heat for a minute, let the body warm up, grab the shampoo, straight to the head. You guys know I don't have a whole lot of hair. So with that extra I got going up top, I get it on my hands, and I go down low, and I rub it on my legs. Yep. I don't waste soap on my legs. I take it straight off my head and go straight to my legs and scrub my legs real quick. Okay? And then I go to the uh, body wash. Get it all nice. Go down low. Then I go to the midsection. I go to the penis and the ass crack. I get that all lathered up. Okay? I, lo- I love how you're enacting okay? it as you're talking. And then about. I get that all lathered up. And I'm. this is what I do. Like I, I go down like this. I come back around. I do all this. <laughs> and then I come back up, get another get another spray in here, all the way up top, going chest, now, arms. Did you, did you wash off your hand after you went to the ass nope. crack? <laughs> nope, not at all. So you're taking all that all in your armpit. Yep, yep. And doing it all in the armpit, go up to the neck, behind the ears, chin area, come down. Then I go to the bar of soap. I use the bar of soap for the face. Bar of soap, do the face, full rinse, whole body, done. That sounds complicated. Now, what? Now, how is that any different from you? You said full body because you're going like I work. I work piecemeal. I, work, I go. I go full body, face, hair. That's it. I go hair down low, back up. Once I get back to the hair, we're done. You need to let that shampoo work the whole shower. What yeah, do you need it to work for, Clay? Dandruff. Dandruff. I got dry scalp. Coconut you oil. And, you can say, you tell it's, me you're rocking head and shoulders. I got head and shoulders. Extreme. My man. Head and shoulders extreme, by the way. Major dandruff problems over here. Among other problems. What about you? What's Buck, what do you routine? do in the shower besides jerk? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dance move? Sure. Uh... I mean, it's it's probably a 15-minute process. 
15 minutes. 15. Shit, I could be out of the shower in three minutes. I can't. Time me. I'll take I can't. baths shorter than that. Was it 15 minutes? I can't, man. Like I, Good That warm God. water gets me and my eyes is closed and I'm like, shit, I'm going back to bed. 15 minutes. I just kind of sat there like a zombie for three and a half, four minutes. Finally. You're crazy. You fall asleep shit. in the shower? I have. I've fallen asleep in the shower multiple times. Hit your head off? No, I, somehow I just, my little bubble, like I just, you know, I... You know, yeah, it happens. I do that at work all the time. But uh, I'm a shampoo guy first, and I'll shampoo my, you know, my voluptuous locks, get it all foamy, make sure the mullet's good. You gotta and then, go hair first, and then I go straight to the face with the shampoo. Oh, whoa! Straight to the face. Straight to the face with the shampoo. With the shampoo. I didn't with the see shampoo. that one coming. I didn't either. Me I mean, when up. you ha- when you have a beard like mine that's growing. And need shampoo as well. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So then I rinse that off. I get my eyes all cleaned. Then I work with the body wash. Yeah. All right. Neck down, behind the ears. Granny Phil always said, make sure get behind your ears. Yeah. So I scrub behind I the ears. I agree with that 100%. Back of the neck. You know, working all that. Then I go to the face. Again? This is scrub. Like a facial scrub. Yeah. Real quick, lather it up, throw it on, wash it off, and then I go back to the body wash for the final aspect, and that's the butthole and the penis. Yeah, you, you've got to hit the butthole. That's last. And I feel like that's what's really been bothering me lately, because I feel like I've got, the water in town is just really dry, and I feel like my asshole, that's why it gets chafed, is, is that because s- I've got the dry water. Is that soft or is that hard? That's hard water. Hard, that's hard, all you hard need water. is a water softener. I, I mean, that could hard be the game water. Changer. I mean, hard water. And I feel like that's what's really doing it for me. That's why I've been putting, um, what's that jelly called? Petroleum? Prep I've been putting, no, not prep age. I've been putting <laughs> petroleum jelly up my asshole to get it lubricated so I can walk without it hurting. <laughs> <laughs> this is every every day every day every day every day so you got dude. a greasy ass no i mean this dude spends more t- time taking care of his asshole with gooch than most people spend take time taking care of their dogs <laughs> and i'm not shitting you go in that bathroom open up that closet and see what you see first thing you go see is a tube of jelly and it's not great motherfuckers it's petroleum. <laughs> DG, oh. what's one thing you want to accomplish in 2022? Anything that comes to your mind? You want me to go first? Go. I'll go. I want to get fucking jacked. Oh, uh, so you mean like your car stopped at a stoplight? Somebody comes, <laughs> no. bashes in your window no. with a tire on. No, no, no. When I go on vacation this summer, I don't even have a vacation plan. I doubt if I even go. If I go to a pool this summer. I want someone to look at me and say, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I don't want to be him or fuck. (laughs) I don't care. I just want that word to come out of their mouth. (laughs) I just want that word to come out of their mouth, dude. Yeah, I got, I mean, I do it. So you like, got the frame. Yeah, like, what's the plan? Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. That's why I was going to ask. Well, you're going to have to cut what you're doing right there. No, no, listen, this is one thing I'm not going to do. You're not going to get big, I was going. I was going to reach out. I was going to reach out to the squad because I know we got some bodybuilders and we got some weightlifters and we've got some good people in shape out there that listen to this podcast. I want someone to take me underneath their wing and we're going to do an update like probably once or twice a month until the summer. I want someone to 
just take me underneath their wing, give me a meal plan, like low carb, low calorie, whatever it is. I don't even know. I don't even know how to do it. And I want someone to give me like a light lifting workout weekly. And I'll do that until, you know, June or July. How many days? How many days a week? We're going to go Monday through Thursday. Four days a week, I'm going to lift. And I'm going to run, too. So there's probably going to be two lifting days and two conditioning days. Uh, Something I think the sipping squad will find helpful. Like, what type of lifting are you wanting to do? Like, do you have access to a gym? I've got access are you, are you to a gym. Are you working out of a, a home gym? I've got access to a gym with about absolutely everything inside of so it. So you got the bar- gym. barbells, dumbbells. Everything. Kate, machines. Everything. Okay. That's good. That's, that's good info. Now, we got some... We got some well-proportioned individuals that listen to this show. Yeah, I know. We got some active my main men and thing women. Is, my main thing is, DG, I weighed myself today, and I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my 32 years of life. Oh, I can tell. Am I 32? You're I think th- I'm 31. 31. <laughs> I think you're going to turn 32 in July. I think I'm 31. But anyway, I'm 184 pounds right now, the heaviest I've ever been. Now, if you remember last year, if you go back to a podcast right after the new year, I said I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to get down to 170. I was 182 last year. And I achieved that goal. Before summer, I was 170. Now I'm back up, backed on the pounds again. Guess what time it is? Time to get that beach bod ready, that pool bod, that lake bod. I'm ready to roll. So you want to. I want to get down to at least 172. I need to lose 12 pounds again because I know I can do it. Well, here's the thing, man. You're not going to lose weight. You're going to put muscle on. Here's the thing. You're going to gain more. In that, in that vein. Well, that's Well, guess what? I'm tired of these, this fucking beer gut and this, this. I'm tired of this, okay? I'm tired of it. Right you know it. what? I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of this, okay? Well, I don't want this no more, okay? So as long as I get healthy, I start eating better, and I start looking better, let's do it. I think you look great. I, oh, do I? Do I? <laughs> I've always said you look like powder. Maybe I need you just to shave my chest. You just need to go to the tanning bed. I'm man. not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not an but expert. You could. You could put your shirt down. <laughs> yeah. I'm not an expert. Okay, but I don't think you should set any weight goals for yourself. Absolutely. I, th- not. I think. I think you should let the mirror. Let the mirror show the results. You know, one time I got pretty jacked when I was working for the tent company, swinging sludge hammers, taking tables off the chair hundreds at a time. Um, loading, loading, unloading tent. Tops. Anything, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I got pretty jacked. That was the best shape I've ever been on in my life. Okay, I'm ready to get back to that point. So okay, well, I guess it, I need it, someone in the sipping squad. Now, I'm not going to pay you guys nothing, so don't be coming after my pockets. Okay, I don't have no money. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if your advice gets Rolski looking like you know Channing Tatum by June, yeah, maybe you can. You're going. You're going to get some good pub on the on the episode. Yeah, you're so going to get plenty of shout. If you want to be talked about at least two times a month, get a hold of me. When is this starting? As soon as someone gets a hold of me, I'm ready to start eating healthier. Dude, I eat like shit. I'm talking potato chips, bagel bites, pizza rolls, frozen pizzas, frozen chicken tenders. I eat that all the time. I'm tired of it. I just need to start eating grilled chicken, salads, nuts. Berries. Berries, bananas, whatever. DG, do you have anything you want to accomplish? Also, I wouldn't mind starting up my own eBay store. Maybe that's more achievable than getting jacked. Let's just throw getting jacked out the window. (laughs) Fuck that. How about I just start my own (laughs) eBay store? So I was talking to my wife. It's funny you brought that up. What's going to be the product? Sports cards. 
I was talking to my wife this past week. She last weekend she basically went through uh, all of her old clothes, like everything she owns that she just doesn't she doesn't wear anymore, and she ended up with just boxes and boxes of clothes that she knows she's never going to wear. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like from her early mid twenties, she's just not going to wear them anymore. So there's something called Poshmark. Have you heard of this? I have. I have. It's basically like a it's like a resale thing for like. Mostly women, not all women, but mostly women who are trying to sell their gently used clothes. And I feel like that's kind of what you're trying to like. It's basically you're setting up your own store online to sell shit, which is what you want to do, right? Yeah. I mean, so basically what I'm trying to say, same thing, same thing your wife's doing. You can get on eBay, create a profile, and you can basically set up a store to where you can sell as many items as you want. And your items will be listed underneath your store name. So my new hobby is collecting sports cards, which I used to do it when I was younger, but I got out of it. Now the market's booming, so I've been buying a lot more sports cards. And I feel like if I can establish myself enough on eBay, that could be a great second income. That could be like a second hobby of mine besides going to, or a second income besides going to work every day. I could come home, check my eBay. Hey, I sold this. Okay, let's get ready to ship this tomorrow. And there's an extra 25 bucks I made that day. You know what I mean? I Something mean, like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. You could even do that like on your breaks at work. Exactly. You know, like yeah. in, just in your in your downtime. Just make a note, say, hey, sold, got to pack this up tonight. Get it out tomorrow. I like it. I, You know, I've never seen you as excited about something as you are right now with these sports cards and like buying them up and reselling and, you know, being online and just, you're ratting it out, dude. You're, it's, you're killing it's it right now. It's taking up a lot of my time. I haven't seen you this excited about something since we started the podcast. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's making me money, honestly, man. Like just for one example, and we can move on. The other day when Joe Burrow went off against the Baltimore Ravens, what was it? Five twenty-five and four. Had the game franchise, of his uh, franchise yeah. record. It broke all kind of records, whatnot. I bought one of his rookie cards, PSA ten, which that means it's graded. It's a pristine condition. It's gem mint. The P- PSA is the most established grading company in the world. The before most popular. Or after the game. After the game, and I seen the prices that they were going for. They were going for about two fifty. Well, this one just went for sale that night, and it was at ninety nine cents, and it says. Or best offer, which I knew the guy wasn't going to take like low, low. 99 cents, I mean, there were seven days left to bid on it, so it was going to go up, up. So I said, you know what? This guy just posted this. I'm going to offer him $140, and I'm going to see if he accepts it. The stupid son of a bitch accepted it. What an idiot. And as soon as he accepted it, because I lowballed the shit out, and these cards were going for 250 at the time. But little did that guy know, the next game, Joe Burrow was going to throw for 479 and another four touchdowns. Against Kansas City. Guess what that card is worth right now that I have. Bought for $140. It's averaging $450 on eBay right now. Great buy. I'm up $300 just off the one card, DG. You think you could have offered? And I just started. You think you could have offered the dude five bucks and he would have taken it? No, no way. He knew what they were going for, but he said 140. I'll try my luck here. That's an easy 140. It's the way it is. It's just like the stock market. Think about the stock market. It's up and down every day. Joe Burrow comes out the first playoff game, has a bad game, it's going to go down. But wait till next season when Joe Burrow is probably going to be, what, top five for MVP next year? Yeah, it's going to go right back up. Why not this year? Oh, I, well, I mean, that was coming up later in the pod, but. Okay. Anyways, 
you have anything you want to accomplish quickly? Um, I, I just signed up for this, this thing. It's coming up in April. Um, you're on a team of people, but your team runs a total of 150, 150 miles in, I think, 24 hours. So is that the uh, local yep. race? Yep. Buck 50? Yep. So you're a buck 50 runner this year. I am. Do you need an extra? Yes. Don't ask me. Well, but he wants to get jacked. We need one. Who's on your team? Is there anybody else that I know? Let's uh, just ask that question. There's been a, f- a former guest of ours that's on the team. I might be interested in driving your van. We got two van drivers already, bro. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Sorry. Buck, anything you want to accomplish? I mean, it's happy. I just. You just want to be happy? Nah, I mean, a better son, probably. You know, mom, dad, better husband, maybe become a dad. That kind of a sappy shit for 2022. Respect, man. Yeah. I respect the shit out of that. You know what? I like that. Speaking of football, let's get on to that. You mentioned it. Joe Burrow for MVP. How about them Bengals? DG's wearing the toboggan right now. Last two games, we beat Baltimore. We beat Kansas City. Joe Burrow's went off. First time we've won the AFC North since 2015. We're headed to the playoffs. Joe Burrow is sitting out the last game of the season because we're we're a shoe in. Jamar Chase, rookie of the year. Who would have thought this 17 weeks ago? I, I consider myself a pretty optimistic Bengals fan. I always have been. I don't I try not to dwell on the ne- negativity. Uh I thought the Bengals were going to be a playoff team next year for sure. I did too. I thought they were a year away. I think at the beginning of the season we talked about this. We said they might go eight and eight this year. I th- I, my, my, I think my prediction was I was going to be happy if they went five hundred this year. Yeah, I think it I was. I thought that was going to be a good season, and then next year for sure I thought we were going to be a playoff team. I think probably most Bengals fans are in that same boat. They didn't expect the Bengals to be this good this year. But I think you know, they're, they've proven themselves, man. They're for real. Well, the thing is, I mean, no one thought Joe Burrow could come back as soon as he did from his injury. They thought he was going to miss, you know, the first three, four to five games of the season. Well, he was ready. Yeah, and the Bengals knew they were getting a, a straight workhorse when they drafted him. I mean, what else do you say about a guy that didn't, didn't, didn't even sniff the field at Ohio State, transfers to LSU, wins a national championship? Like that dude has to be has to have like a just a crazy workout. Did he win the Heisman that year too? When he won yeah. the national championship, yeah, he did. I think he did. So he transfers. He's one of the few wins Heisman the national winners. title and the Heisman, and he hasn't even started a game before DG. Crazy. How about that? that? That you just don't hear about that kind of thing. And then speaking of Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers winning the national title, guess who else was his teammate? Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Rookie of the year. How about his game against the Kansas City Chiefs? Jamar Chase is two hundred and sixty-six yards. I'll be the. I'll be breaking the, records. Three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be the first one. I will too to rescind my comments about the Bengals not drafting Panay Sewell with the number one We're, pick. Who? I was on Team Sewell all the we way. We were wrong. I we were on, wrong. Yeah, Hand I, up. Yeah. Hey. Hand up. Big whiff on that one. Yeah. I, I still you think. Chase? Oh yeah, I wanted Chase. Oh me too. And this dude. <laughs> yeah, they were both. Dude, right at me. I, I, I wasn't. You know, it was. I was with Troy, 
drunk as shit down in Florida at a bar. I remember he was texting okay. me. And I, yeah. We played your voicemails on the pod, yeah, I believe. That's probably it. Yeah, yeah, we Jamar did. Jamar Chase is it, man. I, it wasn't like they they drafted Jamar Chase and I was like, oh, we're screwed. Was he going to put up these numbers? It was a win-win to well, me. To be honest, everybody in training camp, when the guy couldn't catch a ball, he was dropping everything. We're like, huh. Like to have sore. Yeah, this right guy, now. this guy might have been a bust. Yeah, and then look what he's well, done. Look what he's done. Is is Joe he, Burrow the NFL comeback player of the year? And shadow of a doubt. And he he might not only be the comeback player of the year, he might be the most improved player of the year, and he might be the most valuable player of the year. All three. That's never happened in NFL history. Let's make history in Cincinnati because Joe Burrow is legit, and he could definitely win all three awards. 7-4-0, baby. He definitely could. Is he going to win MVP? No, because Aaron Rodgers is going to. Well, I don't. I don't. I. I think he needs to. He deserves to win. NFL comeback player of the year. I don't think he's going to. I think they're going to give it to Dak Prescott. What about uh, most improved? Mm, I wouldn't say most improved because, I mean, the games he did play last year, he played well. Here's the other crazy thing to me about Joe Burrow. Corey, chime in here because I know you're a big Bengals guy. Joe is having the season that he's having right now, and he didn't really get to have a a normal offseason. For a for a rookie, you know what I mean. He was like, focused on his leg. He was he was focused on his rehab. He was yeah. just focused yeah. on trying to get healthy. You know, he wasn't like watching game film out there drilling every day in the off season. Like he was just trying to freaking walk again. So to me, that makes what he's done this year even more impressive. Because like he didn't really even get to have a normal NFL off season where he's watching film every day and looking at what he he can do better and working on his mobility and working on his accuracy. You know what I mean? Like. He's just, he's just trying to get back to where he's able to play again. So to me, that's just that's unbelievable what the guy's been able to do. I mean, the dude comes out, pretty much shatters, destroys his leg, comes back the following season, and he just put up a thousand yards in two games, guys. Almost a thousand yards in two games against two of the top dogs. One being the top dog in the Kansas City Chiefs. Not only do they take the North, they take the AFC, in my opinion. And then these motherfuckers are going to the Super Bowl. That's my opinion. Defense is grooving. The offense is unstoppable with Joe Mixon. All them boys. And then you got the leader, the chief, the master at the helm, Joe fucking Burrell. 7-4-0. Born and raised in Ohio. You know what gets my shit? You know what grinds my gears? We have some Bengals, had some Bengals fans that jumped ship to the Browns. You know, they thought the Browns on paper was the best team in the fucking NFL. That's what they're back. I'm going to give my my memorabilia, my apparel, all that shit away. Fire sailed it. Yeah. Fuck you. Who day? We've been been loyal from day one. Ain't no fair weather fans in here. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. I've... Started following the Bengals since we've started this. I've noticed that because that's what that's what we do as a group here, us four. I mean, you guys are big Bengals guys, so it kind of makes me want to follow them as well. I grew up a Packers guy because a monk, but I mean, everybody's got a few teams they like, and I would say the Bengals are my second favorite. So, and I love Joe Burrow, man, the Ohio guy. How can't you like that guy? So I'm gonna be hand up. You know, I might be what Buck's talking about, but. 
How's it right now? I like the Bengals. As long as you're not the guy that, let's say the Bengals win a couple playoff games, as long as you're not the guy going on Twitter and, re- and you know, tweeting, hey, we no. Bengals are awesome, been a, been a day one fan, blah, blah, blah. I'm never going to say that. As long as you're that. not claiming that, when they, I'm I, fine with it. I will it. say the other day when they beat the Chiefs, I was sitting down here and I was yelling by myself. I will say that, and I did tweet, Welcome to the jungle. That's all. I, I didn't say I'm a number one fan. Didn't say I've been waiting on this for years. Didn't say anything like that. I just got pumped up because I knew you guys were pumped up. And I said, just welcome to the jungle. Is that okay? That's that's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. Okay. Speaking of football, the fantasy season has come to an end. The sip and serve league <laughs> is over. That fucking trash fire. One guy called his shot. Before the season even started, and it was me. We all caught our shots. I no. Well, I I said I'm the best, and then we all argued about it. But I said I am the best fantasy football player in this league, and if I don't win, so like, you you called your shot even before the draft. Yeah, I mean, when we were getting this together, I said if anybody wants to step up and try to beat me, go ahead. And I had eleven other people step up and try to beat me, and guess what? They all failed. Because I prevailed. Gianna Poindexter is the champion. Okay? 10-4 and four regular season, 3-0 and oh in the playoffs. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Tom Brady, Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, and Austin Eckler for leading me to the title this year. All four of you guys are more than welcome to come on the pod, start lining up. One by one. I know you guys want to come on. One by one, please. We know you're listening. I got a – Tom can't do it next week. I got an appointment with him, him and my wife. They got a <laughs> – I remember you saying that, Buck, but you're interrupting me. So I just want to say – give a shout-out to a few losers. Corey Decay, he's in here right now. You lost. Yep. Uncle Buck, you lost. Kyle, you lost. Otis, you lost. Troy, you lost, Scotty. You lost, Jake. You lost, Marty. You lost, Wheeler. You lost, and Atwood. You lost, and DG. You gotta give Nick something to do because he got last and he got last bad. Oh shit! He made a stupid trade in week two to Corey and he blew his whole team up. He never got out of the grave. He never dug himself. Quite crawled out of the cellar. <laughs> so. What's he going to have to do? I gave you the job at the beginning of the year to think of something for the loser to do. I thought I thought we settled on the Satan's Satan's toe. Is that not a thing anymore? Well, the other one was uh, the other idea we had was they have to get hammered and then you got to put them through an NFL combine. Okay, okay, I kind of like that idea. Is that Let's one? Let's do so- NBA combine for Nick. Get him drunk as fuck. <laughs> Made him get out there with the the machine and just work his ass. Run laps, suicides. Get the gun going. Get the gun going. Yeah, and I could get my whistle back out, get back in my coaching days. And and I can just get the monk (laughs) vein out and just rip the shit out of him. And we film. I kinda like it. Take your choice, Nick. Nick, take your choice. You can either come on the pod and we can record you and put it on YouTube of you sucking on the sucker. Or (laughs) we can record you running ladders until you puke. One or the other, get a hold of us. Or, you know. Never be in the league again. Your choice. <laughs> Moving on. Let's get into some what's trending topics, boys. The 2021 podcast statistics came out, and Joe Rogan averages 
11 million downloads per episode. We're just right there behind. I, I was about like to say, Joe, we're, we're on your ass. We're, we're probably right. about 10.5. Check like, your rear view, Joe. <laughs> guys, could you... He I might mean, need to pick his shit up, Just honestly. imagine this. The guy releases... What is it? Like two episodes a week he releases? Or is it one? I don't even know, but... 11 million people listen to his episode every single week. He is number one podcaster in the world. I got to believe it's not even close, really. No, I think I think it was like 1.5 away from like CNN or Fox News or something stupid. And you, you look at the guests that the guy has. It's unmatched. It's by far and away the most high profile podcast in the world, like... Anybody who's anybody, if Joe if Joe Rogan calls you up, if you're Tiger Woods and Joe Rogan calls you up, you're going on, man. Like, just yeah. because you know how many ears are going to hear that interview. Yeah, the other day we were over at Lance's. I told you about last pod drinking some bourbon, and he told me about, hey man, I know you don't listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, but you got to listen to Snoop Dogg's episode with Joe. I said, oh, absolutely. It was three. I think it was like three hours and twelve minutes long. Guess how many, we're going to play a little game here, guess how many blunts Snoop smoked while he was with Joe Rogan in three hours? <laughs> three? I think I counted nine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe smoked one with him. And it's like taking sips of water. Yeah, Joe smoked one with him at the beginning, and Snoop asked him like two and a half hours later, and said, hey, man, you ready for another one? <laughs> Joe said, hell no. <laughs> he goes, I don't know how you do it. That's some good shit. Yeah. Says so he smoked nine to Joe's one in three and a half hours. Oh, so Rogan smoked an entire joint by himself. He faced it. Yeah. I mean, props to but him. For three hours, that's put me out for fucking like nine. Snoop, did, but Joe, he does, he's known for doing some drugs. Marijuana. And drugs. Yeah, I think he's like a big DM, DMT guy. He does a lot does of different like the, shit. Does DG. he like the Molly? He's, he's dude, yes. Joe Rogan. He likes it all. He likes to experiment. Not just with drugs, but like with just... Like life hacks. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Anything. That's why he's so popular. Like man. the carnivore diet. And they talk about it on the pod. Anything. Yeah. Buck, he's willing to try anything. Um, I mean, we listened to an episode coming back from Kentucky, and it was, I mean, it had me glued in. Yeah. And it was just so about Amanda Knox and some stupid shit. Yes. And yes, that was like, one of his most downloads of the year, was the Knox one. Well, I I clicked on it because I figured Haley would want to listen. Yeah. You know how you want to please your wife 24-7. That was but, the chick who got was in prison across seas for like what eight years? Yeah, and she was completely innocent. But was she? I don't know. That's what, I don't know. They but Joe Rogan, it. hey, come on, buddy, right on your tail. So my question was, after saying all this, if me, Uncle Buck, and DG got into a cage with Joe Rogan, you guys know he's like black belt jujitsu and everything. Like he knows what he's doing. He's a fighter. If we went in. Us three versus him in a UFC match. If we win, we take his podcast. If we lose, <laughs> we never podcast again. Would we try it? Or would we take the ass beat or just say, screw it, we'll just keep ours? That's tough. <laughs> it's the monetary purpose. I, I really do think he would kick all three of our asses. I don't, yeah. I, one punch to me and I'm done. If he connects one time in my chin, I'm out. I'm not getting hit again. If somebody, if one of us, if two of us can distract him long enough for one of us to get back behind him and get him in a chokehold, and, and then we start giving him hits to try the, to choke him out yeah. a little bit, I think we have a chance. In, but other than that, I, I, I don't, I don't see us. I'm telling you, if he elbows me in the chest or 
punches me in the face or kicks me in the leg, breaks my leg, I'm not getting back up, guys. I'm out just like that. I'm out. So it's just you two then. So I guess like, <laughs> if you're asking me, can the three of us take Joe Rogan right now? No. Ask me again in July when you're jacked. <laughs> and it's probably going to be a yes. We'll go again. Next was trending topic. Britney Spears. You guys know Britney Spears, right? TG? You a big? Were you ever a fan of Britney Spears? You know, my little sister was. Yeah. She had the CDs, and she always bought the new CDs when they came out. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I snagged a couple. I used to listen to a little Britney back in the day, a little Brit Brit. Buck, did you like Britney Spears? I think you had her poster in your room, didn't you? Yeah, see, I, I think I'm mixing her and Christina Aguilera up. What was the, the chick in the boxing ring? Yeah, that would Christina Aguilera. That's Aguilera. Aguilera. Yeah, see, the dirty video. <laughs> I mean, I I made my TV screen very dirty off that very. Like, but back to Britney, she's she's uh she's lost her mind in the past couple of years. She's been under this uh, what is it a conservatorship? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, her dad had control of all of her money, and she she was basically held hostage. But she recently got it back, and she's became unhinged on Instagram this past week. DG, she literally posted two nudes with her little teeny emojis covering up her private parts for millions of people to see on Instagram. Corey with the K has got them pulled up right now. Uncle Buck, your first look at Britney Spears is Instagram post this week. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm a MILF dude. I mean, a night at the bar. She does kind of look like the chick that you would pick up she's in there bar, smoking a, a cigarette at Jerry's at the end of the bar with she's a, a she's shot a, of whiskey in front of her. She's definitely a bar fly. Um. Yeah. I mean, she's I'm got not, the tats to prove it. I'm not turning it. Down. I mean, I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> but am I going to marry her? Mm. What if you knew she was worth probably like 150 million? Well, see, that's where it gets. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be the dad playing the whatever he was, taking her money and shit. But if she's going to buy me whatever, wasn't it Kevin Federline? That was her. That's her baby daddy. What's the other guy that's got the same name as the dude off Seinfeld? Jason, Jason Alexander. He got yeah. arrested this week. Um, yeah. So I guess I guess my main thing here is childhood stars. Yeah, man. G- great point. Keep going. Take it. Well, I see. You know, I see this. Yeah. And I know she's money had, at a young age. I know she's had a lot of struggles in later life. You know. Um, you don't hardly hear of her making music anymore. You're like, no, I don't know when. The, not in the probably the past five years. She like, like a skit like in Vegas. 2006 was the last. Yeah, and time. she got caught lip singing, and it was just all bad. In Vegas, yeah. So she was like a Celine Dion in Vegas, putting on shows and yeah. shit. Yeah, more like a Millie Vanilli. Yeah, it just wasn't good. She was lip singing, and but then, uh, I mean, let her. <laughs> I don't. I don't. What lips she using, boy? <laughs> I don't want to sound like too self righteous, but I try not to sit. I, I try not to judge those celebrities too hard i don't either because we don't know right because they didn't grow up like us because i mean you look at any you look at any pop culture icon that became a star at a young age and had all the attention and all the spotlight and all the press on them from the time they were like six seven eight ten twelve fourteen years old i mean think about it they're just to name a few we got britney spears Justin Bieber fell off for a long time, and he's back. I feel like he's back doing good now, but he was off for a while. And then you've got uh, the Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he's doing better now. He's doing better now, but he fell off but for a while, a, he too. He had a hard time there for a while. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one out there you might not have thought of. What about Michael Jackson? 
Think about yeah, the, think yeah. about the Jackson Five. Yeah, he's a lead singer for one of the top yep. Motown bands when Motown was at their peak. And I mean, look what look you know. I mean, the guy continued to perform and make great music, and he's a legend. But like, he had some issues in later life. Yes, he had some major issues. Right. Yes. And I, I just think that's that, kind of that's the conversation I wanted to have with this. Yeah, like that type of that type of lifestyle. It's not normal. You know, no, it's, and it's, you can tell she's got something going on with her mental mental health at this wise. point. Yes, yes, for posting stuff like that on her Instagram, where she's got like I think it said 138 million followers. So that's how many people seen that. It's since been deleted, but something's got to be going through your mind that says, "Hey, I'm going to post this today," and you you don't know it's not right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I to me it it, it kind of. I don't want to be insensitive in saying this, but like to me, it it almost is like an addiction. Like fame becomes an addiction, you mm-hmm. know, for these people. You need to you need to get it back early in the life. I lost it. I need life, it back. And they want to. They always want to be at the forefront of gotcha. pop culture and yep. whatever they got to do to get that attention. That's what they're going to do, good or bad. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, the twins, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. I mean, didn't one of them fall off and? Go like haywire, and the other one came out somewhat normal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, well, something about, like uh, that. I'm not sure about that one. What about Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, same way. Oh crazy. yeah, she went crazy too. I mean, uh, they're all that's that's another one similar. Amanda Bynes. Like, yeah, what do you hear about are, Amanda Bynes anymore? Those are the two I was thinking. That's like the fame there. and the money they get to you. That's why I don't really want to ever, well, ever, 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 ever want to be think filthy about it. rich. Think about it. If you were, you know, the Olsen twins, you were four or five years old starring in full house younger than that and you yeah and you didn't even know that you were a millionaire already and then once you get to age 18 you're like holy shit i've got a hundred million dollars in my bank account what do i do now you know it's not a healthy lifestyle bieber he was singing when what he was like 11 millionaire bam turned 18 what happened to him fell off went through some you know, mental health issues. But now Bieber's he's back shit. and married. Bieber's shit, man. It bangs. Oh, Bieber's back, man. I mean, Bieber, Bieber has always been good, but he did fall off there for a little while. We all know that. Even, I mean, even, in, you know, the examples we've been given so far, these are people who became famous really young in life. But, I mean, like, look at Kanye West. Right. You know he, I mean? like, he's experiencing a little later in life. Yeah, I mean, he, he probably really kind of caught on when it was like, what, early to mid-20s? Or or Antonio Brown, who Antonio Brown? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If we're going, if we're going to talk about mental health, dude, you can't. That's something that just happened recently. It's it's like it's undeniable. I mean, everybody can see it. Yeah, you know. I agree. Let's go on to the next one. You guys know Jim Jones. If I mention the name Jim Jones, do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. We fly high. You know this. Ballin'. Okay. Okay, that song. I know that song. It was real popular probably when we were in high school, right? Our first year of college or two. It was like, yeah, it was like. Probably high school, honestly. 07, 08, yeah. 09. Yeah. Anyways, Jim Jones, he was he's a popular singer back in the day. He revealed this week on a podcast that his mother taught him how to tongue kiss as a young child by demonstrating it on him. French, French kiss. Yeah. That's a French A tongue kiss. His mother taught him at a young age, and he explained, tried to explain himself on the podcast that his mother was a young mother. She was a 17-year-old mother, and she taught him how to tongue kiss. 
Now, we're not going to get too far into this because it's a weird topic, but my question to you was, how did you learn how to kiss? Trial and error, man. Trial and error. Trial and error. Experimentation. That's it. When was your first kiss? It's like riding a book. Do you remember your first kiss? Yeah. You don't have to... I mean, how was it? Uh, Not good. Where was it? Where? Uh, I think it was at a dance. about you, Buck? Where was your first kiss? (laughs) It might be... Is it one of our wives? <laughs> as, as my understanding is my first kiss was Buck's wife and Buck's first kiss was mine. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't know we were going to hear, but uh, Yeah, we're at it. Here we are. So I'm going to dig in here. I mean, we sip it, sir. <laughs> Buck, how was your first kiss? Sloppy. Sloppy. Yeah. I think everybody's first kiss was your first kiss like a peck or was did you go straight in? It was it was Did I'm you gonna, call the blitz? I wanna drop an I'm gonna drop a phrase on you. It's called oofta. Oofta. <laughs> it's being overwhelmed. At uh-huh. that point in time, I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. The adrenaline, the hormones, all that shit going through, and I had this little girl just seven minutes in heaven. So it okay, so it was in seven minutes of heaven. Yes. Okay, mine was too. Mine was in a closet, and it was a game called Seven Minutes in Heaven. Do you think we were in that same closet, Uncle Buck? I mean, you might have been waiting in line. Seven Minutes in Heaven, it was basically you just walked into the closet, and you were in there for seven minutes, and you just straight kissed, and you walked back out, right? I don't know. I never Because that was mine. That was mine, too. It was Seven Minutes in Heaven. Did we, did we have anybody that actually timed it? I have no idea, but I, I feel it. like seven minutes is entirely too long just to straight make out. Nowadays... If you're making out for three minutes and not, you know, getting getting, stop. Forward, yeah, let's getting just stop. forward progress. <laughs> yeah, let's just stop there. DG, how was your first kiss? He said his was sloppy. Was yours just uncoordinated? Yeah, but like I was focused on myself. You know, Like, am like, I doing this okay? Yeah, and, and hey, I was just second guessing myself the whole time. To to your, you know, benefit, um, what is that, 17, 20, 23 years later, it hadn't gotten any better. On my part, if that was, if you were kissing my wife, <laughs> it's the same. Ease, ease, ease up, I dude. still feel the same way. She's got some work to do. How about that? It's, I, it wasn't on you. It was her fault. So you're saying it's DG's fault that he didn't teach her how to kiss? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> she. Do you guys ever play spin the bottle growing up? Spin the bottle? Yeah. Maybe like once or twice. Like it wasn't. I never once growing up played seven minutes in heaven or spin the bottle. Is that weird? Is like is that out of the ordinary? I don't think it is. I don't know. I mean, I think that was just an old game that people said you had. You seen it in the movies and stuff, right? Honestly, I can't think of a time that I actually played spin the bottle. I I mean, I played that shit. (laughs) I played it. I mean, it was a tradition. A tradition. So you saw you, it in like the TV shows and the movies, and you're just like, "Well, this is part of growing up. You play spin the bottle." No, I'm just talking. You're with a group of girls for seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade. That's in, you, in a small, small school, small. That's town. What you do? Like everybody knows everybody. You're I mean, you, re- best you remember the Millennium Dance, right? Yeah, me and you. I remember me and you. We're out there in the middle of the dance floor. I think Superman screaming, Super, screaming, Kryptonite. Kryptonite was yeah. playing. And, uh, I mean, that was just the start of the tradition. So, 2000 is when we started playing Spin the Bottle. So, god damn. It's a long time ago. 22 years ago. 22 years ago, and you guys can still remember that shit? 
remember a lot about those days, man. And I'm glad I do because they're all damn good memories, most of them. DG, on the last podcast, you said that you were ready to try the new Little Caesars combo. Half pizza, half breadstick, cheesy breadstick with some sauce. Have you tried it? I haven't yet. You haven't tried it? No. Okay, so give me your feelings on this. This came out this week. I don't know if you've seen the tweet off the Sip and Serve account this this uh, past week, but it says here, this is reported by CNN, Little Caesars. The third largest pizza chain in the United States is raising the price of one of its most popular deals. Little Caesars says its signature $5 hot and ready pepperoni pizza will now cost $5.55, an increase of 11% in 2022. My thoughts are this. For the average American household, you're, you're up in your hot and ready from five dollars to five fifty five that's bullshit i'm still gonna buy it but that's bullshit from a little caesar's business standpoint they that upcharge of 55 cents per hot and ready per family per night per week per year is probably going to make them multiple millions if not tens of millions of dollars every year so, like, from a, I guess on the business side, if I'm Little Caesars, it's it's a smart move. At fifty five cents is not it's a it's a significant increase, but it's not too much of an increase where people are going to say, "Well, I'm not getting that anymore." I think like, it's a perfect increase, man. A lot of people's not going to give a fuck about fifty five cents, honestly. I yeah, agree. I, I, yeah, I'm with. But you. in the long run, that fifty five cents per pizza, like DG said, is going to be millions. Yeah, I agree. Of bucks. I don't. I don't think a lot of people are going to give a shit about the increase book. I agree with that, but Little Caesar's still a little fucker. He's a little prick, and next time I see him, I'm going to kick his little ass in the alley. I'm, I'm tired. I mean, come on. You are known for the $5 pizza. You are known for the $5 pizza. It's what you do. You pull through the drive-thru, you give him a $5 bill, and you just take your pizza, and you go home and enjoy it. And you know what? I actually like Little Caesar's pizza. I love Little Caesar's pizza. I actually had one over Christmas break, and it was fantastic. Five bucks, hot and ready. You can't ask for much more. It's so easy. It's so quick. So you were you were you know leaning your shoulder on Little Caesars providing you, knowing for a fact, a hundred percent, they were going to provide a five dollar pizza for the rest of your fucking life. You need to grow up. A little less naive. Kiss my ass, Uncle Buck. Fuck you, Little Caesar. <laughs> Let's go to the text. First text. Beginning. January 2022 put a money jar on the bar top and every time someone drops an F-bomb you must put one dollar in the jar. Let's just see how much you boys can collect by December 31st, 2022. I like that idea. I don't, I mean, I don't mind it. I like I like that idea and I tell you what we should do with the money. We got Corey with a K. He can tally up all the uh, all the F-bombs we drop. Do we want to include Rolski exclusives in this or leave those out? We'd probably leave those out. We might need to I feel, leave them yeah, out. Yeah, I feel like those should be left out. But then... Eh, include them. Hell with it. All the money we collect, we should give it to like a charity. That's one paycheck. That's a paycheck a week that I would have to put in that fucking jar. <laughs> There's a dollar. Dollar. I mean, I don't mind the idea. I mean, we can talk it over. That's a, I mean, it's actually a fun idea to do, but... Fuck, who knows? Wow. To the Cherries and Berries episode. It was one I hated to stop in between my rides to and from work. 
I went from laughing to the edge of my feet to all of my feels. Huge shout out to Otis for being real. Mental health is so important. It's not easy to talk about. Couldn't agree more. This may be a heater, may not. I don't think it will be. You know what? Let's just hit it just for fun. Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. That Cherries and Berries episode with Otis. Top two. Top two episode of ours ever. Number one being the Christmas with... Ah, maybe. Maybe another. But... Either way. Yeah. It's either one or two, in my opinion. Fantastic. I was I was literally just thinking about that episode earlier today. I'm going to tell you, from a listener perspective, the amount of people who have reached out, the Christmas episode where we, we were pretty messed up and we got to laughing there at the end, and the Cherries and Berries, those are the top two episodes that we've ever had the most feedback on. So you're definitely right. One and two. Don't know which way it goes. Yeah. But either way, they're both one and two. Next one's from Frankie Schuffer. If the Incredible Hawk joined the NFL, what rules would change and how much would he be paid compared to current players? What position do you think he'd play? Fullback think he'd be on and linebacker. Teams? Think he'd be on special teams? Nah, fullback and linebacker. He'd have to be a running back. Yeah. I think he's blocking. I think he's going, uh, If he's blocking, he's just knocking everybody out of the way. Yeah, but, I mean, that would be the rule. Yeah, you hand it you hand it off to him. Like, who's going to tackle that guy? The the only rule that you make is you can't hurdle. That's the only rule change in NFL football. If the Hawk plays, I think the rule change would be the defense gets more players if he's on offense. I'm gonna go a little different direction here. I'm gonna say the NFL is gonna be so pissed off that the games are so one sided in the Hawks team's favor because he just runs over everybody. He's going to end up limiting the amount of carries that the Hulk gets to have a game, just to, mm. just to keep games more competitive. Mm. So if you if you want a touchdown, you got to give him the ball, you know, t- two times instead of thirty three times. Or you get to have twenty two guys on the field when he gets the ball, or something like that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like I think the defense would get more players. They they would be given some type of advantage to try to even things out. Exactly. Next one. It's medium plus, goodness sakes. I read this today, and I think it's referring to Troy saying the push. Something about the push. Yeah. This this cat here, I'm not. he didn't leave a name, but it says it's medium plus. Because we were talking about medium stakes. And you the, and me had a really hard time yes. with the push concept. Yeah. Yes. So the, <laughs> a, a push, is he saying the push of rare? No, Medium so, so we cleared we cleared, we cleared that up last week. There's no push. Obviously, of, you didn't listen. There's no push of about seven minutes. Anything a and push, then it was just dead. When you push a piece of meat, that's just giving the cook an indicator. I'm gonna keep this on the grill a little bit, just a little bit longer than I normally would. So if you get a steak with medium with a push, that just means it's gonna be medium, but it's gonna be just a little bit more well done than a than a regular. And medium. this this guy here is acting like he is a premium steak order because he says it's a plus it's not a push you dumb fucks that's what he's trying to say (laughs) goodness see he's one of them guys who don't like to cuss he says goodness sakes instead of dumb fucks (laughs) (laughs) yeah well uh so it's a plus it's a plus not a push troy i'll I'll try that next meeting with a plus a medium plus not a push i don't want a push of medium i want a medium plus okay i kind of like it whatever 
Last one here before we get into our voicemails. If you could stone cold stunner anyone in the world without any consequences, who would it be? Joe Biden. No comment. I'm going to stone cold stunner LeBron James all the way back to Cleveland. Oh, damn. Let's get to the voicemail. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. So a little background here. That was our buddy Leo, member of the podcast. Voicemail master, I should say, of the podcast. It's his birthday. So let's first of all, let's just wish him a happy birthday. Happy sixth birthday, Leonidas. Happy birthday, Leo. Hey, Leo. Happy birthday, buddy. Now, I know it's a little hard to understand, but you got to take this into consideration that this six-year-old and his family have been in quarantine for the last week. Could you imagine having a six-year-old running around the house, can't go outside, can't do anything in your house for a week? He is amped up. His mom texted me and said, sorry for the voicemail. He is amped. I can't control him. So Leo got a Jamar Chase jersey. We talked about Jamar Chase earlier. He got one for his birthday. Leo went viral on Twitter. Did you see that, DG? I didn't. I didn't know that. He went viral. Dude, he's got thousands and thousands of likes and uh, retweets. At the last time I checked, it was at 24,500 views. Hell yeah. And Jamar Chase. He was doing the Jamar Chase dance. The 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 gritty. gritty. It's the the Justin Jefferson dance. Well, whatever. Jamar does it better. But Jamar, he scores TDs better too, buddy. Yeah. So Leo was on Twitter doing that, and they went viral. So... Leo, that's awesome. You should have had your sip and serve shirt on when you were doing that, but we'll let that one slide, buddy. Yeah. Anyways, he also said that he his mom was pissed at him because he got a PS5 for Christmas. His mom just got out of bed. She's been in bed for days because she had COVID. And during that time that they were quarantined, Leo put a sticker on his PS5. In the sticker is Oakley Doakley. It's a wiener dog, but Oakley Doakley is throwing them up. If you heard that in the in the voicemail, he said he's throwing them up, which that means the double bird. So there's a wiener dog sticker on his PS5 of a wiener dog throwing up the double finger, and this kid is six years old. And his mom texted me and said, I have no idea where he got that sticker from. I've been in bed for the past four days, and he said... <laughs> And Leo said that Santa brought it. <laughs> and there's someone in the studio right now raising his hand like a little sad pup. Uncle Buck, did you have anything to do with the Oakley Doakley Abs- wiener dog sticker? Absolutely not. Santa Claus brought it. Santa Claus brought the sticker. <laughs> Leo, man, happy birthday. And you know what? That dog was pissed. 
Yeah, it was a mean-looking dog. It was a wiener dog and had the double bird. Well, I just I feel like... The thumbs were in, man. I just feel like wiener dogs have a right to be pissed. I feel like all the other dog breeds look down on them because they, they look strange, and they're short and long and <laughs> just weird-looking. And you know what, DG? We'll end it with this. Who the hell wants to be called a wiener? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. What if your name was Weeder? Yeah, like the odd the chips are stacked against you from the get go. From the get go, if your name's Wiener, they're just I mean, getting bullied, just getting shit on. <laughs> hey guys, give us a follow. And I, and by the way, I say this almost every episode. If you guys aren't following us on our socials, then what the hell are you doing? If you listen to this every week and you're not following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if you're not sending in questions or uh, comments, voicemails. What are you guys doing? You want to be a part of the show? Send us something to our Gmail. SipandServePod at gmail.com. 740-720-3537. Call in. You want to take over on the voicemail segment? Send us in something. We'll play it. We're not scared of anything. And the other thing is drop a rating on Spotify, right? It's new. Yeah. Great point, DG. Uh, why not? It's easy. It's. I think it's easier to leave a rating on Spotify than it is on Apple Podcasts. Am I wrong? I think on Apple Podcasts, if you want to leave a rating, like you have to actually write something. On Spotify, you just click on us. There's five stars. You just click on one. That's it. Leave us a five star. Simple yeah. as that. Uncle Buck, Corey K, appreciate you guys, DG. Hey, like, can Speak we... Speak it. Can we, can, can we just, like, rip another episode tonight? I just feel like... I feel like the vibe in the studio is right, like... I feel like we have plenty more to talk about. That I feel like that episode went pretty well. Like it flowed. Can we just rip another? Like right now. So you're wait a minute. This is coming from DG. Usually you're like the first one out of I the know, studio. I know. I like the we we end we hit the end button and I sprint to my yeah, truck. Yeah. I'm just saying I like the chemistry tonight. Let's just So you're telling me you want to stay for another hour or so and record another one. Yeah, why not? Like I know we got stuff to talk about. Stay tuned next week. We'll have a part two. say it's the first time i've been down since the new mics mics are nice there's nothing nicer than a big throbbing girthy mic they got more they, uh, we talked about that last week they DG, got more girth DG, real quick who you want a stone cold stunner you never answered taylor swift <laughs>